RTHK News. It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kem. The headlines, the government says it is still pursuing the Sinovac vaccine. The cultural sector lawmaker calls for sports and cinema venues to be reopened and Senate Republicans ask for President Trump's trial to be delayed until the middle of next month. Secretary for Health Sophia Chan says authorities are still pursuing the possibility of using the Chinese Sinovac vaccine despite government advisers on the pandemic not recommending it for use. In a report released last night, experts say vaccines from BioNTech and AstraZeneca should be given to the population in phases, starting with elderly care, home residents and staff. Professor Chan told RTHK the government was awaiting more data on Sinovac. She said the BioNTech product should arrive in late February and the government was seeing whether this date could be brought forward. We have to rely on the vaccine manufacturers to let us know when they can deliver the vaccine in particular for BioNTech. The logistics is actually very challenging because of its minus 70 degrees storage of the vaccine. University of Hong Kong medical professor Ivan Hong, who advises the government, says it is fine to delay inoculations here as the medical system isn't as badly hit as elsewhere. We have time to wait and make sure that the vaccine is safe and effective before we commit and allow our population to be vaccinated. I don't see that as a big problem. And once you get the program up and running, I think people will get vaccinated pretty quickly. The cultural sector lawmaker wants sports and cinema venues reopened, saying people can take part in such activities as long as they test negative for the coronavirus. Such venues have been closed for around two months. Here's Candice Wong. Lawmaker Ma Fong Kwok says some sectors cannot understand why Lunar New Year markets will be allowed to open while sports such as football are banned at the same venues. He told a radio program that activities such as tennis and golf should resume because they don't involve close contact. He said authorities could demand negative COVID tests for people to join such activities, including going to cinema or concert halls. Meanwhile, speaking on the same radio show, infectious disease expert Leung Chi Chiu says if the government wants to contain an outbreak in the Yaochimong area, it should expand the zones in Yamate that have a lower threshold for compulsory testing. He was commenting on reports that suggest local authorities want to cordon off an area and make residents stay home until they produce a negative result. Dr. Leung says there's no point issuing a stay-at-home order when most people have already been tested. The Food and Health Bureau says it's investigating media reports regarding a coronavirus patient who said he and his family were given incorrect negative results. Dilip Rai, who lives in the Yauti Mong area, later tested positive in hospital and complained to RTHK about the community and mobile testing centres. The Bureau said it had contacted the hospital authority and the testing operators for more information. It's also enlisted the services of infectious disease expert Yoon Kwok Young to help in the investigation. In his first full day in office, President Biden has asserted federal control of all aspects of the fight against the coronavirus saying it would require a wartime undertaking to defeat the disease. Emphasis has been placed on speeding up the vaccination programme, expanding testing and increasing the wearing of masks. Mr Biden was speaking at the White House. This plan reflects uh, the ideas I set forward during the campaign and uh, further refined over the past three months. 
Our national strategy is comprehensive. It's based on science, not politics. It's based on truth, not denial. And it's detailed. Mr Biden warned that the number of COVID deaths could exceed half a million by next month. The new president said the rollout of the vaccine to date had been a dismal failure, but he renewed his promise to vaccinate 100 million people in his first 100 days in office. The head of the World Health Organization, Dr Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, has welcomed President Biden's announcement that America intends to join COVAX, the program to share coronavirus vaccines with poorer countries. President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, told the WHO that Washington would re-engage to help strengthen the UN body. Under trying circumstances, this organization has rallied the scientific and research and development community to accelerate vaccines, therapies, and diagnostics, provided millions of vital supplies from lab reagents to protective gear to healthcare workers in dozens of countries and relentlessly worked with nations in their fight against COVID-19. U.S. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell has asked the Democrats to put off the impeachment trial of Donald Trump until around February the 11th, so the former president can prepare his defence. Ms. McConnell asked the House of Representatives to send the impeachment charge to the Senate in a week's time, with the trial in the upper house to start two weeks later. Earlier, the Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi promised the trial would begin soon and rejected suggestions that impeachment would harm national unity. Just because he's now gone, thank God, you don't say to a president, do whatever you want in the last months of your administration. You're going to get a get-out-of-jail card free because people think we should make nice-nice and forget that people died here on January 6th that the uh, attempt to undermine our election, uh, to undermine our democracy, to dishonor our Constitution, no, I don't see that at all. I think that would be uh, harmful to unity. The White House says President Biden is seeking a five-year extension to the New START arms control treaty with Russia. It was due to expire next month. A spokeswoman, Jen Psaki, said Mr Biden would also ensure that it was accountability for certain incidents allegedly involving Moscow. Even as we work with Russia to advance U.S. interests, so too we work to hold Russia to account for its reckless and adversarial actions. And to this end, the president is also issuing a tasking to the intelligence community for its full assessment of the solar winds, cyber breach, Russian interference in the 2020 election, its use of chemical weapons against opposition leader Alexei Navalny, and the alleged bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador has welcomed a bill on migration sent by President Biden to Congress. If passed, it could open a path to citizenship for immigrants living in the U.S. Here's BBC's Candace Piet. Mr López Obrador described the planned legislation as very good. The bill, if passed, will allow young immigrants known as dreamers, as well as farm workers and other migrants, to immediately be eligible to work legally and then to gain citizenship in the U.S. within three years. Undocumented immigrants could be eligible for a green card within five years and citizenship in eight. President Biden's more welcoming approach is likely to stimulate more waves of asylum seekers attempting to reach the United States. The mainland has reported a slight decline in new COVID cases, 103 compared to 144 yesterday. 
Nevertheless, Beijing has launched mass testing in parts of the city, while Shanghai has started to test all hospital staff. Of the new cases, 94 were local transmissions. Heilongjiang reported 47 cases, while Jilin province reported 19. Shanghai reported six new cases, while the capital, Beijing, reported three. European Union leaders have decided to introduce tighter travel restrictions for the bloc's internal borders to limit the spread of the new, of the new coronavirus variants. During a news briefing in Brussels, the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said the EU proposed dark red COVID-19 zones with stricter travel restrictions. Persons travelling from dark red areas could be required to do a test before departure as well as to undergo quarantine after arrival. This is within the European Union. And in view of the very serious health situation, all non-essential travel should be strongly discouraged. The American drug company Pfizer has halved the volume of COVID-19 vaccine supplies to some European Union countries. Italy has threatened legal action after being told to expect a 20% cut next week on top of a 10% reduction this week. The authorities in Romania and Poland say they are only getting 50% of the vaccine they were expecting, with the other half arriving gradually between now and March. The mayor of Rio de Janeiro says the city won't be hosting its carnival in July as Brazil struggles under another wave of coronavirus infections. The carnival, which normally takes place around February, had already been delayed. Here's the BBC's Candace Piet. The cancellation of this year's celebrations comes as no surprise. Brazil is reeling from a second wave of the pandemic, which has already taken more than 200,000 lives. The government has been criticised for the slow and chaotic rollout of its vaccination programme. In September, Rio's Samba schools pushed the celebrations back to July, but said the party would depend on the vaccine. Many Brazilian scientists identified last year's carnival as one of Brazil's key COVID-19 contagion events. Police in Italy have arrested nearly 50 people in an operation targeting the most powerful mafia group, the Andragata, operating in the southern region of Calabria. Here's BBC's Danny Eberhard. By using phone taps and scouring bank records, the authorities say they've uncovered fraud worth several hundred million dollars. It ranges from public procurement scams to a network of sham companies that would issue huge quantities of fake receipts for people to evade taxes. Italy's famed anti-mafia prosecutor, Nicola Gratteri, said the investigation highlighted that, as he put it, the Andrangheta shoots less and has more ties with business and politics. One of those put under house arrest is Calabria's regional finance minister. Another being investigated is a centre-right politician who's twice served as a member of the European Parliament. They deny involvement. French Senate has unanimously approved a bill that would outlaw adult sexual activity with children below the age of 13, removing the idea that such acts could be consensual. It follows outrage linked to recent accusations that a high-profile intellectual, Olivier Duhamel, abused his stepson. The measure will need to be voted on in the National Assembly before it can become law. The bill also aims to increase the maximum sentence for incestual sexual assault of a minor. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,552. That's 378 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $141 billion. Currencies, the euro stands at $1.21. The dollar is at 103.53 yen. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 63 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Chern.
Let's start in the English Premier League, where the reigning champions have been beaten at home by Burnley. Liverpool have lost a league match at Anfield for the first time for three years and nine months. What a scoreline this is. What a victory for Burnley. Ashley Barnes scored from the penalty spot on the 83rd minute to give Burnley a 1-0 victory over Liverpool and their first win at Anfield in 46 years. Burnley moved seven points away from the drop zone. Manager Sean Dyche says his team have shown that they're capable of beating the top teams. We were close last year. I thought we gave a very good performance last, uh, last season here. We hit the bar right at the very end. That doesn't mean you get anything tonight, of course, but you know, you get a feel of a performance. And I said to the players, I said, look, you're used to playing against these sides. We're used to working without the ball. Um, and that becomes important at places like this. So as long as you do that and you stay diligent, you, you know, there's, a, there's always that law of one more chance, I call it. You know, everyone has a chance, so you've got to take that chance. And after that 7-0 victory over Crystal Palace on December 19th, Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool have scored just once in 90 attempts across four league games. They're now six points off the lead. Massive, massive um, punch in the face or whatever. Um, of course, it's it's not easy to explain. It's like, why, why would you... These boys are not the kind of person but uh, after 7 0 think things will just go like this they're really hard work they work today tonight hard but um, it, it, it didn't happen and that's uh, something we have to change obviously and if something doesn't work you have to try harder you have to try more you have to try more often you have to try longer in our case especially because tonight you can actually not lose that game but we, we, we made it happen so um, it was not easy to lose that game but we, 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 we did it in golf, Rory McIlroy has made a flying start to the 2021 European Tour season. The Northern Irishman shot an 8-under-par 64 to lead by one shot over his Ryder Cup teammate Tyrrell Hatton at the season-opening Abu Dhabi Championship. McIlroy says he's feeling great about his game. I felt like I drove the ball well for the most part. There's a couple of squirrely ones around the middle of the, of the round. Um, Distance control was really good. Uh, I think I started off really well. I had a lot of nice iron shots. Uh, but it's, honestly, it's probably the best I've putted these greens in Abu Dhabi, um, probably in my whole career. I mean, I've shot some really good scores here, but uh, I held some really good ones today. And I've always struggled to read them here. Um, but I, I sort of got my eye in early and uh, kept it going. A handful of players, including England's Justin Rose, have yet to complete their opening round. The start of the event was delayed on Thursday because of weather. And as you look at sports. And to end the news, the top story once again. The government says it is still pursuing the Sinovac vaccine. The news from RTHK. Legislation on national security in Hong Kong is designed to safeguard national sovereignty, security and development interests. It will also ensure that Hong Kong becomes a safer, more stable city. The legislation is aimed at an extremely small minority of those whose behavior and activities pose threats to national security. It will not affect the legitimate rights and freedoms enjoyed and exercised by Hong Kong residents in accordance with the law. National security law preserves one country, two systems and restores stability.
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday afternoon. Friday, the 22nd of January is today's date. Many thanks to Phil Whelan for the morning brew. And we have a busy program for you. In about 10 minutes or so.